Stormlight. From Flashbangs and Frag Grenades. By Calchexis. Read by Sam Gabriel. Based on League of Legends by Riot Games. Chapter 1 Will you give it a rest? It's not my problem! Lux winced as Jinx raised her voice. Normally, when she started talking to her guns, it was quick bouts of conversation that ended almost as soon as they started. Do I look like I care? Told you! Not my circus, not my monkeys. Those monkeys belong to a totally different circus. I don't even want those monkeys. They're boring! She'd learned not to interrupt those conversations. They were mostly harmless, and Jinx tended to get defensive where her guns were concerned, even with locks. She'd never yell, but she would occasionally get sullen. So let him see what I care! This was different. No, I'm not... Shut up. I'm looking at the outflow manifolds for something totally unrelated. It's not... Stop looking at me like that! Blondie! Sighing, Lux got up from their bed, where she had been going over one of the Zonite texts on Chemtech she'd purchased. She'd picked it up the week prior through one of Jinx's black market contacts and only recently begun reading it, but she hadn't really been concentrating on the book for the past few minutes, if she were being honest. Jinx had been arguing with Fishbones that whole time, and it was getting... worrying. Her bouts of conversation with her guns used to be sporadic at worst. Mostly Lux would come across her muttering to one or both of them, usually while she was working on them, but with so much of Jinx's time being spent in less destructive pursuits lately, even those episodes had died down. Ever since she'd vanished into Zaun, and then subsequently decided to join the League, that had changed, and whatever reasons Jinx gave, Lux was worried that her condition was getting worse rather than better. Coming! Lux shivered as she got out from under the blankets and pulled on a sweater. It was freezing. A winter storm had blown in from the ocean, and it had been pouring sheets of rain for almost a week. There was flooding in Zaun, according to Lux's contacts, and she made a mental note to check in on her network. It wouldn't serve anyone if half her contacts drowned. Is everything okay? Lux poked her head out of the bedroom to find Jinx hunkered over her desk with fish bones propped up nearby. Jinx looked more agitated than Lux could ever remember seeing her. Her rictus grin was strained and fragile, and what pale skin was visible around Jinx's baggy sweater showed red lines from scratch marks, something she only did when she was on the border of an episode. Can you tell him? She jerked a thumb at Fishbones. That a bunch of drowning fisherfolk aren't my stinking problem! She flattened out the pile of papers in front of her and began muttering to herself as Lux stepped in and looked between Jinx and Fishbones. Getting in the middle of these conversations rarely ended well. Jinx would just work herself up more. Instead, Lux tried a more politic approach. I wasn't really, um, listening to the conversation. Only a small lie, since she could only hear half of it. Can you tell me what the, the issue is? Jinx grumbled unintelligibly for a moment as she flipped through whatever it was she was working on. Putting her hands on Jinx's shoulders, Lux began to gently massage the tense muscle beneath her palms, and slowly, Jinx started to relax. It's... Fishbones keeps saying I need to live up to my responsibilities, that the whole point of Zaun was to be better than the stupid Pilties, and that I'm not ignoring them, I just don't care. She jerked under Lux's hands and glared at Fishbones, who, predictably, said nothing that Lux could hear. May I ask why that is? Lux crafted her words carefully, doing her best not to refer to Fishbones as something alive. It wasn't. Its voice was a manifestation of Jinx's brilliant but fractured mind. Lux loved Jinx so much that it hurt, 
and she knew that there was never a moment when Jinx would be what any reasonable person would call normal. Lux loved that about her, too. Jinx was perfect to Lux, but that didn't mean she had to tread carefully on occasion. What is this? Lux asked, leaning over Jinx's shoulder to look over the impossibly convoluted network of lines and tubes. A machine? Jinx snorted. Sort of. She flattened them out again and gestured to one particularly noisy knot of lines. It's Zahn. It was... Zahn? Lux's chest tightened and her heart leapt into her throat as she stared down at the mess scribed layer by layer out across the papers. It was there if one was willing to look hard enough. The thoroughfares and boulevards, mining complexes and waste chutes, and then there was the insanely cobwebbed system of pipes and lines that made up the sewer and sump system that both fed and cleaned Piltover. It was an actual map of Zahn, not like the fragment she'd gotten from Singed when she'd been looking for Jinx. It was a full and total map, complete down to the finest detail. Jinx, Lux breathed softly. Where did you get these? She was afraid to touch them. They might very well be the only ones of their kind. How many intact blueprints of the Piltoven Undercity, now known as Zong, could there possibly be? What do you mean, Blondie? Jinx asked, looking up at her. These diagrams are probably priceless, Lux replied. Almost every intelligence agency on Valoran is convinced that no accurate maps of Zon still exist. Jinx laughed that raspy cackle of hers. Guess that makes them not so intelligent agencies then, huh? They're right here, she gestured to the maps. But where did you get them? Lux pressed. I don't... Jinx trailed off and shook her head as her rictus grin twitched and confusion crossed her face. I don't get what you mean. Stepping back, Lux took a breath and tried to collect herself. Jinx wasn't trying to be difficult. She was probably just as frustrated with herself that she didn't understand Lux's question. Putting her mind to work, Lux attacked it from a different angle. She'd asked Jinx where she got them, and that got nothing. That meant she didn't get them from anywhere. Either she would tell Lux or she just didn't remember, in which case she would just say that. If she didn't get them from somewhere, then logically... Lux's mouth went dry. Jinx. The wild young woman looked up at Lux, those charming springberry eyes of her lighting up at the sound of her name. Yeah? Did you... did you make these? Lux asked softly. She nodded. Yeah she said, glancing back at them for a moment before looking back up at Lux and saying, They're mine. So that was why no one had ever been able to catch Jinx, why, despite her penchant for explosive destruction and massive property damage, she had never once been successfully apprehended. The enforcers weren't imbeciles. Sheriff Caitlin was one of the most fiercely competent women that Lux had ever met, and her partner Vi was a close second. But how could they possibly hope to catch Jinx, someone who literally knew the network of Zon well enough to transcribe it? She could practically lose them at will if she wanted. Lux smiled as she reached out and tentatively ran a finger over the old woven maps. This was no fine vellum like one would expect a map of Demacia or Noxus or even the Freljords to be. They had the cheap, greasy feel of chemically processed and reclaimed fibers. The ink was metallic made from crude byproducts from the mining and factory operations, 
And Jinx had filled those cheap pages with images of Zahn, except... How old are these? Lux asked, turning back to Jinx. Jinx shrugged. Dunno, I don't, I don't remember when I made them. I just remember making them. Why did you make them, though? Because Dad asked me to... Jinx cut herself off, going so still that, for a moment, Lux was terrified she was about to lapse into an episode right then and there. She wasn't even sure Jinx was breathing. Jinx? she asked carefully. Jinx muttered something so quiet and strained that Lux couldn't parse it out. Her lips weren't moving, and her throat was constricted and choking her words before they could get out of her mouth. It's okay. Lux knelt down beside Jinx's chair and folded their hands together. Just breathe and say it when you're ready. Nodding shakily, Jinx had to take several more trembling breaths before she finally managed to choke out the words, It's too much. Okay. That was the end of that. It wasn't something they had precisely agreed upon, not in so many words, but their first night together, Lux had told Jinx to tell her if it was ever too much. She'd made Jinx promise. Jinx took her promises to Lux deadly seriously. Except she also took that particular promise to a logical extreme. If something was ever too much, she would tell Lux, and honestly, Lux had never been more grateful for a misunderstanding before. Now, if Jinx ever said, it's too much, then whatever they were doing or talking about, it would stop. Come here. Lux tugged Jinx out of her chair and over to the couch, and Jinx followed with a sleepwalker's stumble. Together they settled down, and Jinx slowly toppled over until her head was resting in Lux's lap. Reaching over to the table beside the couch, Lux turned the dial on the radio and... A soft, melodic voice filled the room with song, then turned to run her fingers in calming strokes through Jinx's hair while she hummed along to the music. Her whole life, she'd always been so self-conscious about singing out loud despite the fact that she secretly loved it. It was no secret to anyone who heard her that singing was one of the few talents that had inexplicably missed her, and by a fraliority mile at that, no amount of practice had given her a singer's ear for tones, and regardless of the effort she put into it, her singing was more comparable to caterwauling than anything pleasant. Except Jinx seemed to love it. The first time Jinx had heard her singing, Lux had been in the kitchen cooking breakfast and hadn't realized that Jinx was even awake. Lux had been singing softly to herself so as not to disturb her lover, and perhaps more pointedly because she didn't want Jinx to hear her. Then, as the song trailed to a close... She'd turned around with the plates of eggs to find Jinx standing in the doorway, smiling, and she'd immediately choked on her words. She had been mortified right up until Jinx had said something that Lux had never forgotten, even after so many months. Why'd you stop, Blondie? I like listening to you sing. And Jinx never lied. So now, when Jinx was having a bad day or a bad night, or even just a bad couple of hours, Jinx would sit with her or near her or sometimes... When things were particularly rough, Jinx would lie like she was right then, and Lux would hum. It was scratchy, her voice cracked, and if on the rare occasions she did hit the right note, it was only by accident, but it never failed to calm Jinx down. They spent an hour like that, watching the rain fall in blinding sheets outside the window while the radio played softly, and Lux hummed over it. 
Through it all, the wheels of Lux's mind turned over and over and over. Jinx's father. This marked the third time she'd heard him referenced. The first by the mad chemist Singed, the second and third by Jinx herself. Most curiously, not one of those mentions had been negative. Maybe it was a stereotype, but Lux had always assumed that Jinx's parents, or parent as the case seemed to be, hadn't been a particularly positive force in her life. The night that Jinx had brought home her father's coat and repaired it, Lux had had a million questions swirl through her mind. She hadn't ended up asking any of them. She wasn't sure how to. Picking at the badly healed scars of Jinx's past rarely ended well, and her father was clearly a complicated subject, so Lux hadn't wanted to pry. But she was terribly curious. More importantly, her memories seemed to be surfacing more and more often, and with more clarity than ever before, and Lux had a feeling that if Jinx didn't face them on her terms, then sooner or later she would face them on theirs. Again. Jinx? Hm? Lux lipped her lips nervously, steeling herself for the potential explosion, then asked, What... What was he like? The den was quiet for a long moment, the silence broken only by the rain and the radio, and Lux waited through it. If Jinx was able, she would answer, and if it was too much, then it was too much. Strong, Jinx said finally. I, I remember he was strong. Furrowing her brow, Lux glanced back at the room, thinking of the cut of the coat. It was made for someone with a frame like Jinx. Jinx was strong in her own way, but not traditionally so. As if she were hearing Lux's thoughts, Jinx continued, But not big, you know, he was big, but not big. Strong, but not strong, strong. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, Blondie. No, I think I know what you mean, Lux said quietly. Strength wasn't always measured by the size of one's muscles. More often, at least in Lux's experience, strength was something you could find in someone's eyes. You could feel it in the strength of their handshake and hear it in the timbre of their voice when they spoke softly. A man who commanded respect. Jinx sighed and reached up to capture Lux's hand in hers and twined their fingers together, squeezing gently as she did. And he had long fingers. She ran the pads of her own fingers down Lux's. Light-fingered, thief-fingered, and he... She moved her hands down to her hair. I remember long fingers braiding my hair, teaching me. Always teaching. He braided one, I braided the other. Two braids. Lux raised an eyebrow. That was surprisingly wholesome. Did you have a mother? Jinx shook her head. No, Mom, just Dad. Me and Dad, no one else. Everyone else betrays us. What an awful thing to tell a child. Then again, Lux wasn't sure she could criticize the lesson. Zon and Demacia were as far as two nations could possibly be from one another, socially and politically. Her home had more in common with its worst enemy than with Zon. Having seen what she had of the city, maybe that lesson had its own unique merit. I would never betray you. Lux said softly, not for anything. Jinx's hand moved back to hers. I know, Blondie. 
Lux waited for her to go on, but after a few moments, it became clear that that was all she was going to get out of Jinx, at least for now. Maybe that was all that Jinx had in her for the moment. Her memories had never been the most reliable things, after all. Either way, Lux felt she'd pushed Jinx enough for the time being, and settled back against the couch as she continued to play with Jinx's hair and, carding her fingers through the strands and smoothing out non-existent snarls while she hummed over the radio, and eventually the soothing sounds of the rain and the feeling of Jinx's hand in hers lulled her into a quiet sleep that crept up on her so subtly that she didn't even notice. Lux snapped her eyes open with a start, her mind moving sluggishly as she realized she'd fallen asleep while taking care of Jinx. In fairness, she hadn't been sleeping well herself lately. A part of her was constantly listening for Jinx, even in her sleep, for another episode or cries or something to tell her that Jinx needed her. Sitting up, Lux took stock of herself. At some point she'd been put to bed, Jinx is doing no doubt. She smiled wanly. Even when Lux was trying to take care of her, Jinx took care of Lux. But that was their way. One always took care of the other. It was pitch black outside, and the rain was still falling, and the radio was still playing, and... Yeah, I know. Jinx's soft, sibilant gutlow filtered in from the den. Her tone was different now, though. It was quiet, thoughtful, even. She sounded so subdued that she barely sounded like herself at all. Sitting up, Lux pulled a blanket around her shoulders to ward off the chill, moved to the doorway, and peeked out into the den, searching for Jinx. The woman in question was sitting cross-legged on the couch with fishbones propped up, with its tail on the floor and its fanged maw between her knees. Jinx was stroking its wedge-shaped head fondly as she spoke in quiet tones, occasionally dipped her own head down to press it fondly to Fishbone's nose. Well, maybe I didn't want to be the only one who can do it this time. A shudder ran across Jinx's shoulders and down her back. You always do this, she continued. It's not my job. I didn't... I didn't mean to. It, 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 it's not my... She cut herself off and grimaced. To Lux, she looked for all the world like a little girl being lectured. Her head was bowed, her eyes averted. But for all that, it was clear that she was listening. So let him die. I told you. Not my... She clamped her mouth shut for a moment, then said, It's not... I didn't mean it like that. I just meant... You know, I... Jinx trailed off, then sighed and nodded. I know, I know, blah, blah, responsibility, blah, blah, glorious nation of Zorn. Setting fishbones aside, Jinx stood, rolled her shoulders, and went to lean over her desk and her pile of blueprints and papers. Tired springberry eyes that fairly glowed in the darkness of the den were sharp with intellect and intent. For a moment Lux could only admire her. Cast in profile by the dim light filtering in through the window, she looked almost regal. Her shoulders were set and squared, as if she were preparing to take on a heavy load, and her expression, stretched as it was by her too wide smile, was firm with purpose. Here. Jinx put a finger on the map. I can stop it. Yeah, I can stop the fall here. She turned to look over at Fishbones, listening to some unheard piece of the conversation, then turned away and shuddered. What if, what if I do it wrong? Jinx mumbled. What if I blow it all up? Lux wasn't sure what she was arguing about or what she was arguing with Fishbones over, but she had seen enough of Jinx's abilities to know the answer to that question. 
She was doubly sure of that answer, seeing Jinx as she was in that moment, resolute and ready to do something that Lux had never seen her do before. So, rather than let Fishbones answer, Lux said it instead as she stepped out into the den. You won't do it wrong, Jinx. Jinx looked up at Lux and stared as she crossed the room and pulled her into a fond kiss. And whatever it is you need to do, she said as she drew back and settled her hand on Jinx's cheek. I'll help you. Jinx laid her hand over Lux's and smiled. You sure, Blondie? Jinx asked. We're going to do a bad thing. It wouldn't be the first time, Lux replied with a faint smile. Jinx laughed a shrill, reflexive cackle and nodded, then turned and looked back down at the map. Here. She poked the same spot she'd touched before. It took Lux a moment to line up the grid of the map with the layout of Piltover and Zaun, but after a moment she put the pieces together and nodded. That's one of the Hextech Hydrodams? Number six, I think, she said before looking back up to Jinx. What about it? Jinx grinned, wide and vicious, back at her. We're gonna blow it up. The text of this story is available on AO3. Music by Dot Matrix. If you would like me to record a story, voiceover, or character, get in touch using the contact information available on my website, which is located at samgabrielvo.com. And there you can find other stories that I've read, as well as a link to my Discord server, where I record things live for your enjoyment. And finally, as always, thank you for listening.